Well, Kogis, welcome back to another episode of Poor Kogi Pod. <laughs> I'm Hannah. And I'm Julie. You are Kogis. Yes, Kogis. The Kogis. How, how was your week, Julie? Okay, I was thinking about if I wanted to do this last, but I have a gift for you. What? <laughs> I have a gift. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh dun- my goodness. Dun- Dana, 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 Dana. Tada! Oh my gosh! You guys! She got me pens! I've been obsessed with these pens from Japan that I got, and these are it. Thanks, Julie. Oh my gosh. You guys wanna ASMR? Everyone submit your answers. What do you think I wrote? <laughs> Honestly, winner winner of whatever this is will think about you coming on. So actually, that was like a really big highlight of my week, finding those pens. Oh my gosh, yeah. so nice. Um, I mean, they're awesome. And Hannah knows they're awesome. Hannah and I already have very similar pen, pen taste. taste. <laughs> Which is so weird, honestly. Well, for me, I feel like it's less weird because I'm an HR. And so when we're onboarding somebody, I'm like, oh, also, if you have a specific tissue taste, like some people like puffs, but some people like Kleenex or no, some people like the ballpoint pen that's like point way too thick. And then, right, like the (laughs) point point three, like, you know, point three, point four that we like. So you see, we have similar pen Pen tastes. (laughs) The only pen Uh, taste. And then I finally tried the boba ice cream. Oof. Well, I had it twice now. I don't think I'm ever gonna buy it again only because it's like so expensive yeah it's hella expensive i think it's almost eight dollars for four of them bro you could buy eight tacos with that (laughs) and then you know it was father's day and my dad's birthday and so we got him this super cute cake so the place is called mackerel the Mm -hmm. fish you guys in korean it's kodungo honestly it was a lot smaller than i expected if i was really hungry i think i could have eaten it all by myself oh i don't know it was pretty tiny i submitted a picture of our family from hawaii and so all four of us were like kind of on there um and we all decided to eat our individual selves love um, the cannibalism <laughs> we are here for the cannibalism and then i have a very off topic yet i think funny story it's like so random okay okay it's so random but i i told my team today because my manager she has a lot of random weird insects by her house uh-huh. and this insect only will eat flies dead flies and so i was like oh i've eaten a fly before and we're in a team meeting so the, all three of them are like what and i was like yeah like we were in the mountains once and my mom was like oh julie like you have to take in this air it's so good for you or in the mountains right like so breathe in a lot of this good air (laughs) and you know I was like a sixth grade or something like that and you know just being my sarcastic just honestly bratty self I was like okay on my and I was like just (laughs) vacuuming the the air like you're like Kirby yeah I was like like really And just the mile per hour, you know, of me breathing in the air. (laughs) A fly just went right through, (laughs) right through my mouth. And it was like, I sucked it in so hard that it like already went to the back of my throat. So for a hot second, I was like, uh, so do I like kind of gag this out or do I swallow it? And it was like way back of my throat, like almost like... It was just, it was just like already in there. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to swallow it. (laughs) And so I swallowed a fly. For that protein, you know? Exactly. It's game season. (laughs) Anyways, that's the super random story that I shared with my team today. Sometimes I think I'm the life of my team. Honestly, just like listening to this, I think you are. What about you? (laughs) I would say that this week has been pretty good. I've been stable mentally, which is all I'm asking for. Yes. And then I would honestly say that one of the highlights of my week was watching instagram stories okay and i'll tell you why so my friend leanne always has these really funny dating app stories and this week she posted something from hinge and so this guy responds to one of her photos and says 5.4 at best you know he's saying like oh you're a 5 out of 10 like rating girls so already i'm like oh i don't i don't get good vibes you know and she goes out of five that is so sweet. Well, you're about a 93 million. Don't talk to girls like that, Red Heart. And I look and I'm like, hmm, why he look familiar? I'm like looking at the icon photo. And this is a small icon photo, right? It's probably like the size of a nostril. Actually. <laughs> yes. 
And like only Hannah honestly would have been able to kind of get a feel, you know, right? Like of the person, like only Hannah would be able to. When I look through Instagram stories, if it's not like engaging or interesting, the very first second I look at it, I'm just like kind of tapping through, you know? Right. And Hannah's like, hold up. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) It's a 22. I know this dude. (laughs) Pew, pew, pew. (laughs) And so I message her and I'm like, hold on. I think this is my friend's ex. (laughs) she goes oh my gosh did he go to usc sends me screenshots and i'm dying dude i am dying i'm like this this is my friend's ex she goes he thinks he can wear those ugly ass boat shoes with that air maze belt and talk to me like that not today honey and i was like what are the actual odds and we just like keep messaging back and forth and you guys guess whose ex this is ding 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 it's julie jung's ex mine julie jung me jj me (laughs) what are the actual odds speechless i'm not surprised that he's on the dating apps like stuff like that it's more like okay so hannah and i had this full conversation about you know when we expect things from guys we think most of the times it's either their mothers who taught them or their ex-girlfriends that taught them Mm -hmm. and in this situation i'm the ex-girlfriend and i honestly feel like i failed because telling a girl that she's a 5.4 like maybe it was like an answer to a question i don't even know but it's like 5.4 like is this how boys flirt these days what have i taught you like it's okay man you know like how funny like i don't know this friend leanne which leanne i think your response was a one yeah literally she's she's like the funniest person so yeah so prime but just such a small world yeah what a small world but yeah other than that i've been on tiktok quite quite a lot it's rotting my brain So I'm starting to get off social media a bit. I haven't been really doing well, but I'm trying. How you know I value our friendship is if I'm constantly sending you TikToks. Yeah, those are good friends, you know? And we're talking about (laughs) friendship today! Yes, we love that! I don't know, man. Like, friendship, it's a handful. I mean, it's crazy because, like, the more I think about just the things we talk about, everything is so subjective. Like the more I engage in conversations with people, I feel like I need to preface everything I say with that because I am aware and I know that my definition for many things aren't exactly the same as how they interpret that word or idea. So same thing with friendship. It's like what you think of friendship as and like this episode is about what we think friendship is. Yes. Um, Me personally, I'm pretty bad with keeping in touch with my friends, but I think like what really makes a friend is even those times when we're not in touch that we're still good we pick up right where we left off and this entire quarantine has been super tough because i am such a quality time person and then personally just like going through a tough time and not reaching out has been it's been a little sad like on the friend front like i know they'll always be there for me but i'm imagining reaching back out to them and being like sorry i disappeared (laughs) for like four months And honestly, I feel like it must be weird for you knowing how social you are. Yeah, it's weird because I am social, but because I don't think that like Zoom and FaceTime are really sufficing, I'm almost getting nervous for going like back out into the world and like having to interact. Yeah. Being a good friend, like what you just said, is being able to understand the friend without them necessarily ever having to like say say it out loud. Mm. But I mean, friendship in general... I would say both Hannah and I have a lot of, like, friends. Yeah. Yet not everybody's, like, really on that same level of the word best in front of it. Like, you have your bestest friends and then your best friends and then close friends and then, like, friends and then I know them, they're a friend. Oh my gosh, you got lots of layers, yes. (laughs) Okay, but I think, you know, somebody that I can confide in, leaning on them in times of hardship while also sharing joyful moments. But here's the important part. Sharing those joyful moments without having nunchi, right? We talk about that all the time, which is emotional intelligence slash intuition and wit, like all that just combined Mm -hmm. without feeling judged, misunderstood, labeled. For example, like me, I feel like, my most raw thoughts, I feel comfortable sharing them with you. 
because I trust that you can either help me mold that thought, uh-huh. either answer that curiosity or be like, oh, maybe she has blah, 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 blah. Right. And so it's kind of like your friends understand your intentions yeah. with like everything that you say. Like there's no judgment. I know you. I know what you meant by that. Yes. But maybe like there is like this alternative perspective. But in a different vein, so a couple days ago, (laughs) my dad and I were at Trader Joe's and we ran into one of my friends from high school. Like I was so happy to see her and my dad was like, what did you guys say? Are you going to invite her to the house? And I was like, uh, why would I do that? And it got me thinking like, how do I distinguish between a friend and an acquaintance? Hmm. I think it's just that vulnerability aspect. With an acquaintance, I am more likely to put up a bit of a polished front rather than with friends. If I'm actually mm. going through like something or there's something on my mind, I'd be like, oh my gosh, like listen to my day, listen to what I like dealt with today. And I also think that I guess just like the frequency I see them because with a friend, I would be intentional with like hanging out with them, texting them, sending them TikToks. Mm. Whereas with an acquaintance, I more associate that with, oh my gosh, like we ran into each other, like cool. Great. I want to talk about something that I'm really passionate about. Oh, please. I want to talk about my friends. (laughs) Specifically, the eight of my friends, including me, the nine. IX. IX. It's so original, you know? Like who would have thought? Yeah. To name a group of nine girls, <laughs> IX, as in At the least Roman we aren't like the nine princesses, which you know if I had it my way. <laughs> my way. My, my way. Or the nine princesses. <laughs> if you're going to call me a bitch, add Bouse in front of it. Bouse, bitch. bitch. My, my way. way. My way. Or IX. <laughs> Or IX. I'm fine with IX. That's so funny. Honestly, we have to be fine with IX. (laughs) We have to be fine with it because a few years back, all nine of us decided that we were going to get these inner lip tattoos with the Roman numeral nine. Yes. And then only two got it. (laughs) Yeah, our friends are like honestly so chaotic. We are all super alpha. Yes. Super different, super opinionated. Alpha gang. Alpha gang, yes. Yes. I think one thing that really differentiates our friendship from everything else is that we went through the three P's together. So what is that? The first P is puberty. Mm. My favorite. Yes, you know, when you're just emotional and... Through the lows and the highs. Yes. The glow-ups, the acne. Yes. I was going to say the pimples. Yeah, all of it. And then the second one was praise because we all pretty much solidified and like met in church. And I think it was like the praise was honestly very embedded in that puberty phase as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we had times of hardships, instead of being closed off, I think we were very there for each other. And then the last P. The last P is partying. partying. Your girls know how to go out, you know? We do. Okay, on a count of three, our pregame alcohol. One, two, three, tequila. (laughs) I don't drink. Sorry, guys. I was LaCroix. (laughs) But I really like how you enjoy the setting. You really enjoy that presence of partying in terms of like the vibe and like just the like music and yeah. the, the environment. Yeah, I almost enjoy going out being sober more than being like a little bit tipsy because like I've drank in the past and you know, me yeah. and alcohol, we just don't mix. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I think I want to take back my statement of like, we're good at partying because a lot of times we'll get to the club or bar at 10 p.m. and before midnight, people are like, let's go get tacos. (laughs) I remember we were in the car once and we were like, I feel like we go out to have tacos. But yeah, going through the PPPs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just said pee-pee. Collect yourself, JJ. So because we went through those like very influential times together, I think that it really just like bonded us. We're all so different to the point that even today, if we were to meet, I don't know. Do you think we would be friends? I don't think so. 
honestly, you were to ask, let's say you were to ask us a question. And let's say the question was a yes or no question. Half of us will say yes. Half of us will say no. But even then, the reasoning for why we chose yes and no will probably be so, so different. And then I also think that we all kind of work because we all have different friend groups outside of like our core friend group. And so it's not, it's never like too much. We're, we're just a good amount of being present in each other's lives, not like oversaturating like our schedules with each other i feel like i make a spider web reference very often just with the way i think too but we are really a spider web of how we all know each other and our group of friends on what level would you say we like roast each other i don't think we roast each other that much i think it's a good it's a good (laughs) ratio of roast i was gonna say roast to flirt ratio Actually, yeah, I would say that. It's a very good roast to flirt ratio. You're a roast. I roast. I'm a flirt. Yeah, you're a flirt. Yeah, you're a roast. I'm a flirt. Gloria's a roast. Then I think for me, like, I came to realize all of us have our own, like charismas and it's like funny because we create our own ix like puzzle Mm. you know we kind of like gloria's sarcasm is needed it's weird because i feel like sometimes things she says wouldn't necessarily come off the way it would if like i were to say it oh you know yeah it's a roast but it's funny it's interesting because i feel like i am who i am today because of the little knowledges i was able to pick up from each and every one of you and then you know a lot of us are very sassy honestly all of us are so sassy like going back to the whole alpha like we are all we're all pretty sassy Mm -hmm. like that's needed and i think just like put together all of us we create this chaotic puzzle we do (laughs) yay for chaos (laughs) Because that's truly what you'll get. Just nine aggressive, sassy, alpha individuals. It's very questionable how we're all friends. Aside from that, I mean, I must say there are reasons why we're so tight. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, just the things we've been through. I mean, I'm sure, like, every group of friends has their stupid phase of doing weird things. But, I mean, we have a couple. Mm Mm-hmm. We definitely have a couple. Yeah. I don't know. Which one should I start with? (laughs) I mean, like, we weren't, we weren't that group of friends that, like, I mean, we were stupid, but we didn't do the really stupid stuff. We're pretty yeah. wholesome. Honestly, 90% of the time, we're just eating together. I mean, even today, we had a conversation about, like, credit cards and stuff, and somebody, one of our friends was like, it's just food transactions. Something I will always remember from high school is when one of our friends, Julia, was having a house party, and it was junior year or senior year, something like that. Like, most of the times, I would say I'm, like, a very fun drunk. Yeah. No, yeah. you're very fun. I'm a very fun drunk. I'm you usually never messy but then this one time you guys julia's old house was literally all hardwood and you guys are already gonna know when i say this word white she had a white couch and one square of the house was literally carpeted and my stupid self you guys don't ever chase with hot cheetos it's not a very good idea if it hadn't dawned upon you yet (laughs) don't do it of course i throw up but out of her entire house i managed to throw up on that one cube of white couch and rug i just remember her then boyfriend cleaning it up for me and it was just like it was like a pinkish color i didn't even clean it so thank you to julia's then boyfriend but speaking of drinking there was one time when five of us took a trip up to sf i think this was like 2018 we were only there for a couple nights but i decided that i wanted to drink i was like ready all right no but when she says ready you guys like that's like a big step my go-to drink is Lacroix. you know yeah if i'm gonna drink it's gonna be half a shot of tequila i am a half shot wonder for sure <laughs> but this night i was like f it you know we in a new city let me get myself a tech boo like yes. with that tech salary so i order a shot at the bar it was fat dude like this ph was like, fat this was like a double shot for sure oh yeah i took the entire thing like a champ <laughs> like like a freaking champ and then we decided to move from this bar to another bar we got to the second bar i'm having so much fun we're all dancing and like wasn't there like fog and like the lights were pretty cool too like i remember this specific bar we were like in the corner yes exactly by the ac unit yeah (laughs) maybe like an hour passes we're having such a good time and then i start like ooh, everything started getting wobbly and i was like oh you guys i'm not i'm not feeling too well (laughs) start leaning against the wall and i'm like oh i'm really not feeling well and then 
this weird thing happens where i know where i am i know who i'm with i'm super coherent the only thing is everything goes white i can't i can't see anything why <laughs> i don't know why this is so funny so my friends and i start walking across the bar right because they're like let's get us out let's get you outside let's get you outside i'm holding on to like two friends on either side and then i literally slip hit my head right in front of like the bouncer so you basically fainted yeah. and your head hit it was one of those like fences some of those houses have like a fence in front of their door oh uh-huh. like, i don't know what material that is so it, it was, was like metal <laughs> great so yeah she hit her head on a metal wall and then before they start walking to us uh-huh. like we knew oh we about to get kicked out or something like that so we're like um hannah you need to get up i got up immediately <laughs> it was super serious all of a sudden yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean I, I fell and hit my head but it was you guys out of nowhere dude i woke up (laughs) i straight up i was like i'm back i'm back we are ready to go it just like knocked me out of my the the whiteness (laughs) and you know what the funniest part is they got there and we were like you guys need to wipe up your floors. Our friend just slipped on your floor because it's so wet. Because they were going to kick us out. They were going to be yeah. like, she is way too drunk. Exactly. But uh, yes, that's why. It turned into like them apologizing to <laughs> us. Yeah. So you guys haven't drank pretty much since 2018. Yeah. But when we were also in San Francisco, we went to a club called Temple. Yeah. Which if you live in the area, you know, like, you know this place. And like, we already knew we kind of stood out. I mean, just by like, even throughout the day with the stuff we were wearing and like, I feel like wherever we went, you could tell we are not from SF. Yeah, because everyone around us are like tech people. They're wearing all black. And so we go there and we're just like, we literally have to migrate within the club because we'd be dancing in a circle. And honestly, when I tell you guys, we are each other's hype women. Like we really do just kind of hype each other up. Go, 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 go. who's next (laughs) so we're just like dancing in a circle and naturally there's like an outer circle of guys like dude they're just staring it was literally literally. us and then like valence electrons (laughs) valence electrons which we'll get to that too i I love that reference and like priscilla and she was like always sticks her like antennas they just when they like you know when they when they see a girl when they feel a girl in presence it's just so but you guys just stop just stop staring at us like just pretend to dance at least you know yeah or if you're gonna dance like have fun okay like one time do you remember when we were at our friend's birthday party and we came across those guys who were just dancing so ridiculously do you remember that yeah 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 like that's fun like when you're just when you're just like yeah when you're just just like dancing and having fun messing around like that's the best like that's what attracts girls not you just fucking coming like a creepo i feel like we have so many going out stories oh like the time we went to lock and key and (laughs) julie broke literally 10 things (gasps) It was just one of those nights. It was one of those <laughs> nights where you buy a drink and people kind of move you and shove you and then you look at your drink and half of, half of it's gone because it just kind of fell out of my hand. The glass shattered. I think I broke like a centerpiece of their table. You broke a lamp. But you guys at Lock and Key, they like really be looking at you because I know the bartenders were getting really annoyed of me because, you know, some had a little too much to drink. So I would go to get water for us. Oh, uh-huh. but like it was three times that I went up to the bar to get water and we, I wasn't ordering a drink. I was just going to get water. Yeah. And so because they knew I kept coming for water, they weren't like taking my order, obviously taking orders that they would get money from. Right. So then, you know, they had um, a lot of drinks are topped with orange slices or, you know, a piece of lime and whatnot. So I took an orange from their fruit basket and I just held on to it. <laughs> and like a manager came to me and was like, can you return the orange? And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like here. Like, and I gave it back. But then when the third time came around, when I went to go ask for water and they weren't, they just were not giving me attention. I took the orange and I'm pretty sure it was Becky and me. We just started peeling it and hands down, best orange I have ever had. Wow, that was a lot about our friends. Yeah. But, but honestly, not even. I think you guys have been like some of the most consistent people 
in my life and people that I'm not afraid to be vulnerable with. Like, I'm very afraid to be vulnerable in general. And it wasn't until a few years back that I actually started opening up about, you know, the struggles and all of that. But I really, I really like value our friendship and our group of girls because if I'm having a tough time, every single one of my girls will respond being like, do you want some advice? Do you want support? And it's like, I just feel like so much love. I think sometimes like with this being such a big group, like when we are going through the hardships, you know, we have eight other, it might actually not be eight different opinions, but it's like one of us is a super good listener. One of us is really good at asking the right questions. Mm -hmm. One comes at us with the resources, you know, stuff like that. So it's like honestly more the merrier, but, um, to be like 180 different in the ninth grade, I remember my dad was telling me how friends come and go clearly you guys have not but i do have i think one instance where a group of friends did come and go from non-unavoidable reasons so like it kind of happened because i guess we chose to so like in middle school i was really close to these two friends and like we were butt buddies to be honest yeah in like high school i couldn't even name i couldn't tell you like why we stopped being friends it was a miscommunication of like why i wasn't able to join them for lunch but this was because you know you know me like i was involved in like every single club on campus but it was like i guess it was more like i wasn't like putting enough effort and attention to that to our our group of friends because i mean the friend group was always really interesting like let's name them tomato and potato like me and potato would always put tomato in the middle when we would have discussions like i'm right no like i'm sure i'm right tomato what's right i think i grew a lot from it to be honest honestly i think it was more me and potato (laughs) are you guys following along follow along it was more me and potato i think i was always kind of upset as to why tomato automatically like just kind of befriended potato side and like it became them and then me which i think is kind of common in like groups of three yeah okay so you just third wheeled them i guess (laughs) okay well yeah i mean that was a conscious decision for you right it is kind of weird because i'm I'm pretty sure it bothered me in the moment but the fact that i didn't go out of my way to like rekindle this friendship to me justifies that i was content with the other friends that i had like i felt supported and it was like i knew in the back of my head like i had you guys there was one time I don't know what to call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a winter cl- a winter cleanse of friends. Oh. Maybe. Press, it- press juicery? Okay. <laughs> yeah. A friend detox? I don't know. <laughs> Ooh. Yes. A, a friendship detox. But like kind of a bad detox. I mean, we mentioned it. Out of the nine of us, I was the only one that went to school on the East Coast. And freshman year, you guys, was, wow, like so difficult for me. Yeah. Like I would definitely say I had... FOMO I was also at a very dark place in my life just like hit rock bottom I mean like you guys there's no sun in Syracuse and I was just having a huge friend crisis so I did I was determined to just cut out friends who didn't bring me value aka support so like happiness or any sort of like connections in terms of like who their daddy is (laughs) you got that money like resource maybe (laughs) um yeah if you just didn't bring me value like there was nothing i was learning from our friendship nor was there any give and take from the friendship i just kind of cut you off and then like a couple months later when i came home like i'm pretty sure it was like summer now i was like whoa like i have no friends and i felt and this is not towards that friend it was like Mm -hmm. the feelings that i had with my own thought it felt very awkward i had a lot of resentment i was averting and had a lot of like avoidance and like anger just all bundled up together and then i realized it was kind of selfish of me i think the biggest takeaway for me was like a friendship is very like meet me halfway and some friendships maybe you're the one going 70 80 percent and then it like switches and like yeah but it's like i realized how i cut them off because they weren't reaching out to me but honestly it was just like i was being so selfish in the end the people that i initially cut out Mm -hmm. and like obviously i realized i made a mistake the people who needed to enter my life again are currently back in my life yeah and you know we're just we're just working towards building this friendship yeah i do think that it is really different going from high school to college it's like i didn't really know how to make friends just that transition to some of the like different types of friendships that i learned about were like one-sided friendships emotionally draining friendships possessive friends surface level friends and then you got your like comfortable friends 
friends. But you know what I will say? It's like now when I meet people and I talk about you guys, which is also something, you know, we didn't really mention it in our dating episodes, but I tend to talk a lot about my friends to the people that I am dating. Which just goes to show you how important they are in your life. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like weird at my age calling you guys like best friends. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's not a thing anymore. I feel weird saying it. I just want the person to know you guys are more than just a friend. And sometimes I'll just refer to you guys as like sisters. Like that's how comfortable. Way too comfortable. But yeah, we got all your different types of friendships. But one thing I will say though is I am a very one-on-one relationship type of person. I like to get to know kind of like what makes people tick. And because I have just so many one-off friendships... I hate mixing groups. That is one thing I've never been really good at. I remember for my 16th birthday, I had two birthdays because I had one with all my church friends and then I had one with all my school friends and we did the same exact thing because, you know, I didn't want people to feel like I was prioritizing one group over the other. I've never been a big birthday person because, like, yo, it stresses me out to be like, oh my gosh, is everyone having a good time? And then, you know, you get your overthinking and anxiety involved and it's like nunchi buying just like the overall vibes and sometimes I wouldn't be having fun. I feel like I'm exactly the same. I mean, just thinking about, you know, my birthday last year, Remember I was like asking you guys like, oh, is it okay if I invite like this friend like from school? Right. But I also knew I would feel honestly uncomfortable because I I feel responsible for allowing everybody to have a good time. Right. Yeah, it was it was straight up to my friends Dijung and Ethan. And I was like, I was like, you guys, can we meet up for my birthday another time actually? (laughs) It's funny because I think the way you and I think are pretty similar. I think yours is just... A bit more extreme. It, it is. It is more extreme, but yeah. It's, but it's similar. It's similar because yeah. I definitely think like that too. But it's like just tell them and then it's over and then move on. Whereas I'm just more overthinking. Yeah, overthink it, linger in the thoughts. Yeah, overthink just, more, and then just a little bit more. <laughs> I'm getting better at it this year at New Year's like invited so many different groups of people and I was not as stressed out. Even for my birthday, I invited like you know all of my friends and I like was having a great time honestly like it was so nice just seeing everyone like actually get to meet but being someone who makes so many different friends or like let's hang out like let's see if we vibe i've definitely come across people that aren't so good for me like are just kind of more of that emotionally draining type i have like specific examples of people who i would hang out with them and everything would be fine but i would come back from the hangout honestly like just like not in a good mood and that would happen each and every time and i started to question kind of why that was and i started to realize It's because back in high school, it was like the cool thing to be like angsty and like on Tumblr and like, I hate my life. I hate the world. Everything is working against me. But because they were so negative and all we would do is complain together, it sucked the life out of me and so eventually I kind of started to drift from those friends very very consciously I think right when you said suck the life out of me it was like a complete flashback to freshman year of college so many of us are trying to be somebody we aren't it is us but we're tweaking parts here and there chameleoning chameleoning yeah Mm -hmm. it was like a flashback of that exact feeling that I would get after a hangout is just so tired from pretending ending to be somebody I wasn't kind of in the same vein but not necessarily emotionally draining but I was gonna say bullying maybe I want to say like emotionally bothering (laughs) emotionally pressing bring back bullying 2020 horrible being a good friend i think is also understanding how people receive what's wanting to be delivered i think when it comes to i think definitely insecurities Mm -hmm. it's funny because obviously if you're not close to me that's a complete off-limit thing for you to talk to me about right (laughs) so that's like completely off-limit so So like if you're a stranger don't come up to me and be like hey that's a pretty big pimple you got right there (laughs) just when those things are brought up you don't think i'm aware of it you don't think i see my face and see the big ass pimple on my forehead (laughs) like just what but when those things are like called out like oh like julie you're breaking out like um yes i know like what is what about it there's nothing i could do about it like i know right because i think 
amongst friends like you know we're talking about the roast to flirt ratio you have to know like when the roasting is too much like once you're saying things that are actually hurting the people rather than like it being funny you know you know so it's funny because i think if if it happened once maybe i wouldn't be so like bothered by it but when it's like kind of more consistent oh yeah yeah, it's like whoa okay but i do have a funnier story which i hope he doesn't get upset that i share this dung you know i love you d jung he's one of my like closest friends from college closest friends i love that you call him dung yeah dung dung (laughs) i mean we're the jungsters so i'm sharing the story because he's like a brother to me freshman year we were at church at a church service like at school and we were sitting next to each other during service and i'm wearing white jeans Uh uh-huh risky that's so, exactly it's honestly so you risky. know you already yeah. know uh-huh. so we're sitting down he looks at my thigh and goes like whoa <laughs> he goes whoa like our thighs are the same size i was so shook i was like uh uh <laughs> like you think my thighs are fat <laughs> and i basically i cried and like yeah because who <laughs> dung don't just don't comment on their thighs like what is oh he 100 knows now i love you i just need to reiterate this because i promised him i would never bring this story back up but i'm doing it but you know what i mean like i know he said it with never with ill intention yeah you have to know where the boundaries are yeah in seventh grade a guy in my math class he goes you have pretty big thighs <laughs> you have pretty big thighs and a year later i ended up dating him so <laughs> what so sometimes bullying does work you know who i do want an apology from though social climbers those people bug me the most because i think they're just ingenuine and i think it's very common in la to get people who will only talk to you or give you the time of day when you have something to offer them and i know that like friendships it's a two-way street it's a give and take but literally one person specifically (laughs) comes to mind i'm not gonna name drop because he wants to be president one day (laughs) it's those very shallow things that really bug me that's just one of the most important things is to find those genuine people and for me personally i know i have like great friends by my side when i can trust them enough to ask them to check me you need to ask your friends to help you out like if you see things that i can improve on call me out on it because there's only like so much self-reflection i can do on my own yeah i think something you're really good at is you expect that from your friends but you're so good at doing that yourself and that's why you expect the same right yeah it like goes both ways when i ask people to check me it's because you know i know it's out of love i know it's because they want me to grow but when i check other people and i'm like hey i think this is something that you can work on it's genuinely coming from a place of wanting to just like grow and like become better together yeah changing gears a little bit and just talking about a different type of friendships because obviously not all friendships are the same (laughs) one-sided friendships yeah there will be like kind of like a a friend tag oh oh let's hang out and just saying that repeatedly three four times right right i mean something i realized was just like if you really want it to happen you need to just set the date unlike possessive people who i've had experiences with in college where they have their best friend and they don't let anyone infiltrate the little gang that they made and so i know specific people that i would want to be friends with but i couldn't be friends with them because they were like under control of this other girl of like the queen bee exactly Mm -hmm. just these groups of friends that yeah, I wanted to be a part of and stuff, but it was like, I just couldn't penetrate the friend group. Yes, it was not semi-permeable. <laughs> we always talk chemistry. Yeah. I need to explain my valence electron. <laughs> I feel a little bit sorry for those people now because I started to realize that those possessive people sometimes don't have, like, the greatest history of, like, relationships, especially, like, coming to college maybe they didn't have friends from home i think like in that episode of big mood podcast they were saying something about like how one of the women didn't have a good idea of women because there was no like 
role model figure oh. right so i'm thinking kind of the same thing like yeah maybe they're just clinging on to it more because they don't have this back home it just it stems from like insecurity stuff yeah. like that and you know what you know what the funnier part is they ain't friends no more like there was a falling out like that's what happens when you're possessive or you just hang out too much or you're just in each other's faces all the time <laughs> right and if you're like controlled by queen b and you're like not allowed to like really make other friends i think that like gets to you at a certain point yeah right okay so i'm finally gonna talk about the valence electron so in high school i like gave myself a nickname like <laughs> nobody gave it to me i named myself i was like i'm a valence electron <laughs> and that's because i'm not the type to just like sit with one group mm. i like being friends with many people i'm gonna like come here with you guys but i'm gonna hop around right i mean we're both we're kind of like that yeah. like we go to church together but i'm not like glued to you we do a lot of things together but it's like you go talk to whoever you want to talk to i talk to whoever i want want to talk to then we come back we, together. yeah come back together yeah I'm, I'm definitely on the outer ring of many friend groups like i'm a part of many friend groups i'm not mm-hmm. necessarily the core yeah i'm not i'm not the atom but i'm the valence electron yes what kind of like comes to mind actually is when we go out and we go to pure bomb star night i think there are a good number of us where we'll go sit at a table and within 30 minutes nobody's at the table because everyone <laughs> is hopping around they're different groups they're outside like nobody's ever sitting still and i think it's like a good representation of like you know you can have multiple friend groups you can kind of like hop around and get to see like 20 different people in one night just having that independence within a friendship is super duper important i think for me specifically i um tend to get sick of people so if i spend too much time with them i just i can't deal like i have two specific friends shouts out julia and chris cho where we really just spent way too much time together to the point that i couldn't really like deal with the friendship anymore and i don't know if it's that i used to be like a bit more cold than i am now and eventually i cut both of them off in a not so great way i kind of just stopped talking to them and i look back on it with hindsight and I'm like honestly really sorry for cutting off those friendships. I think I think maybe like I was hurting in a different way and didn't want to like be vulnerable with people. And so as soon as people like started to kind of like penetrate my walls, I would just be like this is not this is not it and would yeah. just kind of like shut them out, which honestly that sucks, but like you said those people that are meant to be in your life like they're in your life now and i am great friends with both chris and julia and now we kind of like make jokes about it you know like like i did with the djung thing yes (laughs) exactly (laughs) talking about cutting people off in high school there were a group of boys that i was really close to this is what happened this is what went down (laughs) we all go to college we come back it's summer Mm-hmm. A lot of them went to UC Santa Barbara. So we all took a road trip up there to, you know, watch one of our friends perform in a dance show. Um, oh, fun. And yeah. then like a little like after party, right? So for me, it was one of those nights where there was puke on yourself. Oh. One of those nights. Right? Yes. So imagine one of those nights for me. It was a really funny night. Like, honestly, thank you to the guy who offered to go find bread for me in the house i don't even think he lived there dude that is a that is a catch yes Yes. i wish i remember his name he definitely told me his name i just don't remember it i was literally sitting outside and yeah he went and found me an english muffin but anyways there was hella drama going down while i be just puking on myself right oh yes so then i come out of that weekend and i thought it was a blast like i legit thought it was a blast i threw up all over myself (laughs) (laughs) like it was a blast and i later just figure out all this drama and one of the guys in that group of guy friends i'm gonna name him chicken because i be eating chicken biscuits <laughs> so chicken was like i'm gonna cut all you girls out of my life what except one wait what do you mean deleted our numbers unfollowed us on instagram and just like was like i'm just gonna cut you out of my life oh dang yeah and it was honestly just so unhealthy 
Like from there, it was so awkward because I did nothing wrong. The drama was really petty stuff. It was just like boyfriends and girlfriends fighting and like miscommunication with him and another girlfriend. But like it was like we were all grouped into one. And the weirder part is that all the girls ended up kind of reconciling in some way because Mm -hmm. they reached out. With chicken. (laughs) With chicken and the boys. Chicken and the rest of the boys. Uh, Chicken and gang. Chicken and gang. (laughs) Chicken and biscuits. The biscuits. Uh, Let's just call them the biscuits. Chicken and the biscuits. But you know me. I'm a weird kind of stubborn. Meaning like I'm not not very stubborn, but it's like, um, I don't know you an apology. I didn't do anything anything so i don't know number one why i was looped into this but number two why you would like kind of the word execute comes to my mind but like you know execute us out all out of your life and just keep one girl in our group of friends right and i was just i think i was really hurt and so all throughout college chicken and biscuits were a group of people i did not want to see because like you got cut out with no explanation like it was just like yeah because of association it was always really confusing because you know when guys are like different when they're having one-on-one time with you and then when they're just in their group of guy friends and it's all this like it's just like sausage energy literally (laughs) literally sausage energy (laughs) some of them i will say i'm still like I'm like pretty close to mm-hmm. some of them. I really do think they've moved to become acquaintances. Oh, so they're like the second I ring mean, of the, of the valence. Yeah. Electron. Yeah. What about those? How do you feel about those friends that disappear when they're in relationships? I hope that I am never, ever one of those friends. Mm. I think I made myself pretty clear in our relationships episodes. I mean, we said in the beginning of this one too, I value friendship so much, so much that, nah, it's just like, like, why are you disappearing? Yeah. Let's say your friend gets a boyfriend and she kind of disappears on you for a year and a half. Whoa. <laughs> like you've hung out maybe two times and then around that year and a half mark, she kind of starts hitting you back up and like telling you all about like her relationship problems and you know things aren't going well like what do you do in those kinds of situations straight up like you know me i'm a very expressive person i think i would tell her how i feel like dude like you've been so mia for the past year and a half i would really try hard to empathize but i would also make a statement to say how i feel but with that being said like hopefully she takes that in well and can can open up to me i'll be like okay like what's happening like Mm. what's been going on and then we can talk yeah because i think i would i would still like be there for her yeah because like i mean when you're in a new relationship i get it like you want to spend every single freaking waking moment with that person and like a lot of times i'm like i'll just i'll just give you a pass like you can disappear for a little bit and come crawling back to me (laughs) (laughs) When you were so excited that I was single. Bro, <laughs> I get so excited when my friends are single because then I have someone to hang out with. <laughs> have you ever had it where you introduce two friends and they start to get closer to each other than they are like to you? Okay, everyone listening, like, please tell me this is a thing because like. I don't think it's ever happened because I never let it happen. Oh. <laughs> Oof. Dang. Maybe I should have thought a bit more like you had that had that evil mind of yours because <laughs> I think going back to like me and Julia's situation, a big reason why we had that falling out was because I knew Julia from high school and I was kind of the one to introduce her to our church. And Julia has, like, one of the most, like, fun, goofy, like, outgoing personalities. And so she's very, like, well-liked among a lot of different groups of people. And when I saw that, I think, like, my insecurities started showing. And I just didn't like the fact that, like, she became closer to all these different church friends that I've known for years. And, I mean, like, I was kind of one of them, too, right? Like I said, like, Julia and I were with each other every single day day (laughs) like junior senior year ish oh yeah yeah so i think that's like a 
big reason why I was bothered. Also, she would always say my jokes louder than I did, and then she would just get the credit. So, <laughs> bro, I'm still angry. I'm really. <sighs> Let's just start resting, Julia. How many boyfriends has Julia had? How long can Julia stay single? How many boyfriends has Julia had? Too many to count. <laughs> Help. Julia, we love you. Do you know what her name is on my phone? Boy Magnet. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> she has like a... Left and right. A magnetic uh, personality. Yes. And with a magnet comes the, the positive G-force. and the negative side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> We're so smart. So many science jokes. <laughs> like I said from the beginning, not a single friendship is the same oh yeah right it's yeah. just like what you guys experience together that type of bond connection it's just different mm-hmm. and so like hannah and i i think we bond because we have that struggle of being the older sister i mean our sisters are literally the same age like high school just the way we were raised like in an academic perspective i think was like the most similar yeah. out of all our friends and so and honestly the more and more I like talk to Julie, I think like our personality is just like, it's like kind of scary that we like think so similarly. I think the things that we think about are very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's just different types of friendships. In order to kind of understand the different types of friendships, we decided to utilize our platform and do an Instagram poll because we want to expand our knowledge beyond what we know. We wanted to hear from the people. Get yeah. the get the people what they want. All right. So, yeah. So, just thank you to those who participated. Okay. So, the first question we asked was, your friend is talking to a somebody who is clearly a red flag. A, love is blind. You trust that they will come to their senses and let them have fun for the time being. Or B, you confront them because they shouldn't waste their time. And 78% of you chose the latter you confront them because they shouldn't waste their time. And we got a very insightful DM about this question. He said, when I was younger, be for sure. So the the telling them now because I don't want them to waste their time. But now I realize time is not really wasted and everything we experience can be used for our good. Mic drop. Initially, I thought, I'm going to intervene if I think this person is bad for them. But after getting this DM, it like reinforced kind of my outlook on life and kind of how every experience you can learn from that's why i've been on so many bad dates and you just gotta go with it you know somebody can tell you don't do this however many times but like when it really comes down to it the only way you'll actually learn is by going through it exactly like you don't know happiness if there's no sadness Mm. you don't know light if there's no dark and I'm going to make a correction. I don't think this is something you realize like from the DM. I think it's something you actually kind of been like manifesting this year. Oof. Like because like me too, just with everything happens for a reason or the whole it is what it is. Like I think you and I have been really saying that a lot. Yeah. And then our next question, um, should exes of your closest friends be off limits? And, you know, like I said, we had over 100 of you guys, you know, participating and 100 percent of you said yes that exes should be off limits but as a follow-up what if your friend is in a new relationship is the ex still off limits and we lost 11 percent of you dun, dun, dun. as in you know if your friend is in a new relationship like they're over it if you want to be my lover you gotta get with my friends make it last forever friendship never ends also in 2020 i'm all about releasing that resentment mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like i mean technically you ain't my boyfriend anymore so i feel like with what i'm trying to strive for with what i'm trying to believe i should be okay with it mm-hmm. it's like if one of you were to date him it's not necessarily the fact that like i guess you're dating him but it's like then i gotta see him at every single event i don't know this is this was like a really hard question for me to answer honestly like i go back and forth because it's so situation dependent in that i think we're at the age where people be getting married some of the people that our friends 
are with, they're going to get married to. And so I think, let's say, Julie, you Mm -hmm. and an ex-boyfriend end on great terms. Like, you guys are still friends. You know, you were in each other's lives, like, for a reason. And you guys, like, stayed together however many years for a reason. But maybe you guys just, like, weren't each other's people. And then we have, like, another friend who, like, she thinks, like, this is her her soulmate her soulmate like they're gonna get married like they're gonna live happily ever after at least if i were in that position i would be like hey you should you should go for it if if there's no resentment if everything's good that's the thing i feel like i don't go into relationship unless i know he's like i'm always in it for the long haul right right i try to not be like you know like i try to go with the flow and stuff but i'm usually in it for the long haul and Maybe that's why it's like hard for me to imagine because maybe in the end we aren't fit for each other, mm. but I know I probably had a huge heart for you. Mm. I don't know. It's like, that's really hard. You know, I like loved you at one point. So yeah, it's, you know, it's difficult. You love the idea of me topper. <laughs> I don't know. I'm also so just loyal to my friends I that know. I would just not even, well, okay. Well, number one, I don't believe in soulmates and number two, yeah, I'm just so loyal that I probably wouldn't even like... I know sometimes you're put in situations where it might happen. Right. I would just probably not even like... Put yourself in that in situation. situation. Uh. Okay, and the last question we asked was, what are some things you find difficult to talk about with your friends? And we had so many responses, but we chose one lucky one. And mm-hmm. we're going to talk about... Do, 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 do. When you don't like their significant other. Wow. Yes. This is the most juicy topic. It was. It it really was. So, I did not like Julie's ex-boyfriend. This is negative 93 million ex-boyfriend from the beginning of the episode, okay? <laughs> I just, like, did not get a good first impression and whatnot, but I never told Julie about it <laughs> because I'll only bring it up if I truly think that he's making Julie a worse person, and I I didn't see that. You know, I may not like the guy, but I respect your guys' relationship. And so I never brought it up. But Julie always says, I knew. Oh, I knew. Let's let's call him. We're going to call him Goliath. So we're at the beach and Hannah brings up the first time Goliath met all our friends. And Hannah wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And he made a very bad first impression. It was just a hot mess. I'm going to just leave it at that. Like I said, like, you know, we both overthink, but it's like a different level of overthinking. Mm -hmm. So I was overthinking and I was like, okay, Hannah wasn't even there and she is bringing it up a year after it happened. So I just knew like it's definitely being talked about. And I mean, like Goliath never really had a chance to redeem himself, you know, because of that first impression, you kind of don't want to see him again. Mm hmm like you as in my my friends Mm -hmm. but it's like if you don't then it's like he doesn't get that opportunity to make amends or show like my friends you guys like a different side of him yeah i mean we went through it it's gonna happen when you like don't like somebody's significant other but you just really have to observe the reasons why you don't like them and if it like actually affects you i don't know i don't know it's hard because in the grander scheme of things with just talking about friendships if you don't bring up certain stuff it could be detrimental but if you do bring up certain stuff it could also be detrimental like to the actual relationship Mm -hmm. another friend in our group unlike hannah actually expressed to me like i don't see you and goliath like working out working out yeah gosh yeah i mean like that's when i was obviously just aware alert like hmm, why do my friends think that mm-hmm. but it wasn't like i i wasn't letting that overrule my thoughts and feelings mm-hmm. i mean i still really really liked goliath and honestly the reason why we didn't end up is is nothing to do with what my friends thought of him yeah right so it's like back to that first question we saw a red flag but you just let me go through it and experience and learn yeah to sum it all up i think in healthy friendships for me you need consistency 
vulnerability and positivity and i am not the perfect friend i am far from being the perfect friend so to all my friends that i've been neglecting i've been going through a really tough time and i'm really sorry so i'll reach out i'll reach out soon (laughs) and for me i just think you need to look at it from the bigger picture try to put yourself in the friend shoe too sometimes you're going to be the one going 70 percent, but honestly a lot of times you're probably the 20% as well. Mm-hmm. So just being like a good amount of selfish and selfless. Don't hold on to what we said about friends come and go. But if that does happen, you know, things happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's healthier and safer for you to keep a distance. Well, thank you guys for an amazing episode and for sticking yes. by us. Woohoo! Woo! We are on Instagram at Purgogi.podcast, on Twitter at Purgogi Podcast. I am on Instagram at H A N A K A T T T. And I'm at B E J U L I F E D. If you're listening to us, and you have 10 seconds. Literally. Leave us a review. Yes. Literally 10 seconds. Literally 10 seconds. That's all you need. It could be like two seconds, honestly. Maybe like 1.5 seconds. Yeah, yeah, Why don't you DM us how quickly you could just rate us five stars. One, two, three. Ooh. <laughs> Deuces. See you next week. We love y'all. Cokey gang. <laughs>